guys? Welcome back to the podcast, episode four of Goodwill Hunting. Uh, we are out last week, but we're back this week, better than ever. Um, we are out because we went to Houston because I had a surgery. So I mean, it's over. Uh, gone. We were on the road. We were on the road. So I was out there with my mom and Itzel. I had my surgery. Um, if you guys want to know about more about the surgery, uh, you can just watch the video um, that I posted on my YouTube channel. So you can check that out. Uh, it will explain what's going on and whatever. If you're interested, if you're not, then don't watch it. Fuck but, you. <laughs> Kidding. But, Welcome to episode four, Goal Hunting. I'm your host, Jamal. And I'm your host, Itzel. And um, let's go ahead and get to the first story. Well, actually, not let's not get into the first story. Let's talk about, uh, oh, it's your week. My week? Yeah. Um, dang, I have not thought about how my week went. Mm. I'm glad it's Friday. I mean, Friday's almost over, but... I don't know, it was, I think it went by kind of quick, and I was just really tired. Mm. So, whatever that is, that's how my week went. How was your week? My week was okay, I guess. I stayed here most of the week. Um, Not most of the week, the whole week. I was recovering, so, and I'm supposed to recover for another week, (laughs) but I guess, uh, I'm probably just gonna have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it. It wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, glad it's Friday. I'm glad that we're doing this podcast because it was pretty boring just kind of sitting around doing nothing. But um, yeah, with that being said, let's get into the first story. And the first story, it seems like we talk about this stuff all the time. Like, I think two out of our three podcast that we've already recorded has already been talking about a school shooting but um unfortunately we're talking about another one this one is the biggest since sandy hooks and um so yeah we're uh this one is the parkland florida high school shooting and unfortunately that unfolded on february 14th um of this week and um 17 people were killed in a mass shooting in a high school in Parkland, Florida. Uh, 17 were killed, 14 were wounded. Um, I'm kind of debating on whether or not I should say the the name of the suspect. I mean, kinda, if, if you guys don't already know, I y'all mean, know. Kind of not to, because I feel as though people, when people do this, they get they they're doing it for attention. Yeah. So they want recognition. They want to be seen and to be known for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly what he is is a terrorist, mm-hmm. you know, in that sense where he killed people senseless- senselessly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's sad. Yeah. Well, um, well, I guess I'll just go ahead and say his name. Uh, but after that point, I'm just not going to repeat it. Yeah. Because I'm not really trying to give him that benefit where he's being recognized but I do want to inform the people who are listening who may not know what this guy's name is his name's Nicholas Cruz um he's 19 years old he was a formal student of that uh, high school uh he came back 
he's a problem child. Um, well, that's what the media at least is saying. He's yeah. a problem child. On February 14th, he went up to the school with the AR-15 and opened fire. Uh, they said that he shot a person off campus as he was going up to the school. So somebody got shot on the side of the road, mm-hmm. um, like a, a like a block or a block and a half from the school. And then he shot two more people outside the school. And then um, when he got into the school, he released the the fire alarm or, you know, the little... yeah. Whatever you want to call those things, the thing on on the wall where yeah, the fire people, alarm. Yeah, so yeah, so the fire alarm. You release that, trying to um, lure more people out of outside the classroom because this was at two thirty, I believe. Yeah, uh, and so this is like thirty minutes before the school ended, and he, he was trying to lure kids and people out of the classroom. But the thing is, they said that they already had a fire drill earlier that day which was weird so some people stayed in their classrooms and some people did come out yeah uh thinking that it was part of the drill again but some people stayed in because they already had a drill Mm -hmm. earlier that day so some of them were just in their classroom and he was just opening fire as like on some of the kids and the faculty that were in the hallways which is super sad and um I don't know, you know, I, I don't know the background of this ki- on this kid, but it just seems like every week there's something new. Mm-hmm. It's sad that, you know, each, what it seems like each week there's a either a new shooting, a mass shooting, stuff like that, or kids bringing guns to school just because, I don't know, it's, you're not surprised when you hear stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It's just more, it's just sad that it's a tragic, a tragedy, tragedy. A tragedy? A tragedy? Tragedy. It's tragic. <laughs> it's tragic. <laughs> it's tragic. This shit happens. Uh-huh. This, um, I mean, because it's just like parents send kids to school thinking it's a safe environment, but kids are having to... Um, you know, hear about stuff like this happening at other schools. And, and I'm sure these kids are like, okay, well, we hear it happening in other schools, other states, stuff like that. But, you know, you never imagine it happening in your school. Mm-hmm. You don't plan on, you don't really think about it once you go to school. Like, okay, there's going to be a shooting at my school or, or anything like that. Cause, and on top of that, it's Valentine's Day. So these kids, you know, they're just probably like having fun with their friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Exchanging gifts, cards, balloons, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's just like a happy day. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you guys are about to go to home or whatever. Yeah. Somebody comes up to the school with a gun and mm-hmm. starts shooting at you. And then the, the worst part is whenever... I like on some news I saw that a lot of people had a lot of kids from that school had posted Snapchats and you can see like dead bodies. Yeah. And then does there's blood on the ground. So I'm just like how traumatizing for these kids. Yeah, yeah, it's for just, sure. It's yeah. just really sad. It was because the thing is um you know you're like 14, 
15. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know the the ages of the kids that were specifically shot or what what classes they were in, but you know, 14 to 18 years old mm-hmm. uh, in high school, and you're seeing a dead body like right in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. It's yeah. pretty scary, and it's not it's something that you don't really fully come back from. And um, yeah, it, I I don't know. And then I also was reading like an article where um, a student, um, again, how you said he had pulled a fire alarm down. Mm-hmm. Um, they the teacher had um, called him out to leave the classroom, and as soon as he heard gunshots, he told him to go back into the classroom and the kids went back to hiding and the teacher didn't make it back so one of the students was like he uh she texted her her mother like my teacher didn't come back and as whenever the cops come back to like um or the SWAT team whatever comes to get them as soon as they're walking out they see their teacher on the ground dead yeah like he wasn't moving. So it's just also kind of like that. Um, yeah. Knowing that like someone put their life on the line for you just yeah. to make sure you were safe. Mm-hmm. And that's courageous. That's uh, heroic. And it's sad that someone had to go through that. So yeah. that, that alone shows you that we need to do something with the gun laws. And um, we need to make a change in some of the activities that we we partake in, especially when it comes down to like um, guns and gun reformment and stuff like that. So we need to work on it. And the thing is, it's sad that we have these things happen. People feel sorry about it. People talk about it, but nothing happens. There's mm-hmm. no change. You know, people talk about it for um, for for a very long time, and um, you know, the right just you know they pass their bills up because their guns, their the right for them to carry guns and quote unquote to protect themselves is more important than somebody losing their lives or having these firearms to get in the hands of lunatics. Because I don't think people are... Because everyone wants wants to consider... um, What do they say? They always say that these people are mentally unstable. Mm -hmm. Or or, Or it's like a a wolf loner or... Yeah, a lone wolf. Yeah, whenever it's... It's a white guy. But whenever it's any... Like, I don't know. It's just whenever it's a... Any other race. Yeah. Whenever it's a white guy uh, that is making these acts of terror, they never call it what it is. Yeah. They never call it terrorist. Mm-hmm. They never call it, um, you know, a uh, domestic terrorist or anything like that. So I think it's BS. And there's so many things that go... That go goes into the fact that we just need stricter gun laws and things need to be changed. But Republicans care so much about their guns mm-hmm. and to 
the the right of uh, to bear arms and stuff like that. And there's some people who are, who are literally they're dealing with the repercussions. Yeah. And no one else is like the people who are passing these laws aren't. Yeah. And you can see a lot of these kids um, when they're being interviewed by news um, news people, mm-hmm. they're actually saying like, we don't want your uh, your prayers or your condolences. Mm-hmm. We want reforms to protect um, to protect other schools and just yeah. we need better gun laws just because this shit shouldn't be happening. This stuff shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't. And it's and people say like, well, what are you doing about it? But it's just it's not what we're doing about it is just what happens you know the republicans really shut down any options mm-hmm. um any lawmakers or any laws that um go for gun control or anything like that they shut it down just because they're being paid so much money to keep guns um available for everybody so it's just because everyone doesn't need a gun that's basically what it is. Not everyone needs to be walking around with a gun. Mm-hmm. And so it, it you should, like I was saying in another, like, I think it was episode two, maybe three, I don't know. One of the epi- previous episodes I was talking about, like, there it should be like a year-long process. And you should have to be, um, you should have to reapply to have a gun license each and every year. To see your mental state, are you able to, you know, carry a firearm, have a firearm, and that should be something we should push. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it definitely shouldn't be this easy. Why? Why do they? Ha- I I don't know why they even sell AR-15s. I was reading to the public or to the general was, public. Yeah. That's a good question. But I was reading in an article where they were saying it's easier. Um, like some people advocate that an AR-15 is easier for a kid to shoot. So they recommend that gun for kids. Like, hmm. well, people who are like 18. Yeah. So that's what they recommend. So I'm just like, but that we shouldn't have that yeah. gun for the public. That should just be for the military and that's it. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, that's what it was made for. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's so many issues and so many things that need to be talked about, but nothing ever seems to get like nothing ever seems to change. No. And it's frustrating, and it's sad that other people have to deal with the consequences of others' decisions. Mm-hmm. But that shows you that when you have an opportunity to vote to get out and voice your opinion, to get out and try to make a difference in your city, your state, your country, you should do so. Because if you don't act on your voting rights or or, or at least try to get out there and to um, voice your opinions and what you think should ha- be happening, because I feel as though a lot of people feel the same way as you and me. Yeah. So if you don't get out and voice your opinion and try to vote and uh, let other people know where your, where your stance is, then these things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, and they're going to keep happening. Yeah. 
and it's wrong. And so I think a lot of people, like including ourselves, we just need to educate ourselves more and more about our government, about our laws, about things that are going on uh, within our local government. That's very important too, because I think local government's a little bit more important than, you know, I mean, our national government, That that's very important. But your local government, it's very important because that ties to you specifically, like, that, your everyday that, life. Yeah, you'll you'll see the effects of your local government um, faster than you would from like your actual the the national government. You know, so just partake in a lot of those actions and you know voice your opinion, get out and do do these do things so we don't have to deal with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But you know. Uh, our thoughts go out to all the families, um, to all the friends, to all the loved ones who who lost someone, who was infect, who was affected by this tragedy. And um, you know, I don't want I don't want to keep saying this each and every week. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure th- these people like what we're saying, and. What other people are saying, like, oh, we're so sorry for your loss, stuff like that, that's, that doesn't bring back anyone. That didn't bring back, you know, a kid. That doesn't bring back uh, a, a mom or dad, mm-hmm. um, an aunt or uncle, whoever. It doesn't bring back a loved one. So it doesn't matter how many sorries that you give and, um, you know, like, how many times, like you say, our thoughts are with you and stuff like that when you don't act, when mm-hmm. we don't stand up and... We do. We don't do the right thing. People don't want to hear that because, you know, what is that going to get me? Because at the end of the day, we're still in the same position. We're still do- dealing with the same stuff. So I, I find, I feel as though the best way to show that you do truly feel sorry. You know that you are trying to make a better place for us to live mm-hmm. is to act uh, in on in our government mm-hmm. and uh, try to vote, voice our opinions, um, and make sure this stuff doesn't happen again. Make sure we can we can have harsher gun laws. And everyone no one no one needs AR fifteen. I don't care if you like shooting guns. Uh, I don't care if if you're crazy or you're not. There's no need for it. It mm-hmm. really isn't. Especially if you're just wanting it to protect yourself. No, yeah, you don't like, need one. Because some people are pretty obsessive with it. Oh, it's a hobby. I mean, I don't know. Find a new hobby. Knit some mittens. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't know. It's a tough topic to talk about. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our stance on it. You guys let us know what your stance is. If you guys want to read more about this story, feel free to check out the link down below the NBCnews.com link in the description. And you guys can find the story, read up on it if you want. Let us know what you guys think. All right. In our next story, a good apple, Stephen Matter, a former officer of the Wyerton Police Department in West Virginia was wrongfully fired for not shooting an armed suspect. On May 6, 2016, Matter responded to a domestic dispute call 
Once at the scene, he encountered the suspect, Ronald J. Williams, a black male. That will be important later on in the story, so that's why I'm letting you know. Williams told Matter to just shoot me. As he weighs the gun, Matter refused and proceeded to talk Williams down. Williams was only a threat to himself, no one else. As Matter was attempting to talk Williams down, two more Wyerton police officers arrived on the scene and Williams was killed. The gun that Williams wielded was unloaded and a month later Matter was fired from the police department for failing to meet probationary standards of an officer. So how crazy is it that a officer is getting fired for not shooting an armed suspect? Like, we should be applauding him for not shooting because that's what other cops do. Yeah, that's what you probably would think. But I feel as though the police departments now, they just... Not, well, not now. I think it's been this way for forever. They just train you to shoot. Shoot first, ask questions later. And um, if if something bad happened or like we find out that the suspect wasn't um, really doing anything wrong or he wasn't a threat, then we'll fix it later. Yeah. We'll plant stuff. We will, just like those cops in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, the story of last week or not last week but the week before so we'll plant stuff or we'll make it seem as though they they were doing more than they were actually doing so shoot first ask questions later when but when you get a, a, a actual officer who's doing his job right who can actually see who can actually think under pressure and make sound decisions under pressure because that's a stressful thing especially when you see some somebody who's intoxicated i'm assuming this guy was intoxicated i'm not i'm not sure if he is or if he was or not but um i mean he was waving a gun so so and he was telling someone to shoot him so i mean either he was intoxicated or just off off his wagon like but basically if if that's you know, if you see someone like that with a gun, my first thought wouldn't be like, oh, let, let me talk him down. Mm-hmm. My, or if I was an officer, it would be like, I'll, I would be scared, you know? But that's the reason why I'm not an officer. And if you think the same way as I'm thinking, you shouldn't be an officer either, you know? If you can make sound decisions under pressure like that, then that should that should make you, you know be a better officer if you if you're trying to be an officer that would make you a better officer you know that's a good officer right there yeah it's just like okay i see that i can i can talk down this situation this doesn't need to be escalated to me killing someone Mm -hmm. i see that he's mentally ill or he's intoxicated and he's probably going through emotions right now yeah he's he's in a distress situation and maybe that's all he needed just to let out his emotions, talk it out. Yeah. Because, you know, you stuff like that happens. Yeah. You really don't know what what happened earlier. You know, um, we didn't get any details off of the, you know, the 
other than that it was a domestic dispute so I'm assuming he was uh, hitting someone or or something something along those lines uh, so it was a obviously a, it was an argument between someone that he was uh, talking to whatever but um, what the hell I'm gonna cut that shit out. I don't know what the fuck I'm even talking about either way you know help a nigga out please <laughs> Either way, <laughs> this kind of shows... Help me! Damn, Help me. I'm fucking talking! <laughs> Sorry. So, fuck. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> if I look on my face, if I'm looking at you, and I'm not blinking, if I'm like this... That's a goddamn sign. That means the bitch got to drop on us. My back is against the wall. This is not a test. It's the real deal. Help me. Help me. Nigga. This just shows how corrupt police departments are. Just saying how they fired this um, officer, Mater. Yeah. Matter. Matter. Because he failed to meet the probationary standards of an officer. So... If I'm understanding correctly, they want people, they want their officers to shoot armed suspects without, you know, diluting the situation to where it can be, where it's not escalated to having to kill someone or shoot someone. Yeah. And for them to, because um, I can, um, it's just, in my perspective, I would not want an officer to be shooting people just because they having a gun or anything like that you don't have to kill someone you can always i always have like some i i like to think that officers can talk down crazy people or dial down any situation that you're trained to do that you know there's training for that so the fact that you won't utilize your training are part of your training. You will just go arise on the scene and shoot shoot up um, people, especially black men. And let's be honest. Um, and if he has a gun, yeah, it's really like a given. Mm-hmm. It, it's just uh, obviously he died, but he it could have been prevented, and he was trying to prevent that. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know the fact that he was fired. For not shooting his firearm. No, you know what? They were saying that because he didn't fire his gun, he was putting other officers' lives at risk. But the thing is, nobody's life was at risk because the gun was unloaded. And I'm not expecting those officers to know, uh, hey, that gun's unloaded. Because, mm-hmm. like, one, that's not what you're thinking. There's adrenaline, there's a lot of variables that are going on that are in the forefront of your mind other than like hey is that gun unloaded i'm not expecting these officers to know straight off the back or to consider that off the back like that 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 gun's unloaded Mm -hmm. but you know if you were were to like take the time and talk to the other officer that was actually there before just hopping out of your car seeing someone with a gun and just start shooting then 
we wouldn't be in this position and i don't think this guy would have lost his job Mm -hmm. because you would think you know if um officer matter Mm -hmm. um was talking talking to the suspect you know he could have eventually gotten to the point hey you know go ahead and put your weapon down Mm. let's talk this out and go ahead and lay on the ground and then let's put you in handcuffs and then we can just resolve the situation and if needed so they could have booked him to jail yeah and you know go from there and yeah the police department accused them of freezing up on the scene i don't think that was right and some of his colleagues call him a coward for not shooting someone how how you're more brave to not shoot someone with a gun than you are to shoot someone with a gun. I think that's more cowardly to do, to shoot someone with and a I'm gun. Sh- yeah. Than, than to actually stand your ground, try to talk someone down. That's brave. Truly. That's- and I'm literally not just saying that. Before I forget, the reason why I wanted to let everyone know that this is a black guy. Because I, I, I did want to let people know... Um, why I stated this earlier in the the story. Obviously, in America, there's a problem between black males and police officers. They kill us for no reason, and this officer was showing that he didn't need to kill a black guy that opposed no threat, even when he had a firearm. You know, the fact that he did this shows that some of these other cops that shot these unarmed black men were strictly going off of fear of what I don't know and protocol again their pro- uh, yeah I guess their protocol of just shoot first talk later I, that's why I wanted to you know kind of squeeze in to to let people know why his actual race mattered in in this story but anyway what were you saying no i was just gonna just say you know in my book he's not a coward again going off what you said you know it's really courageous and i feel like this is what all cops should focus on and not have to lose their jobs because of that Mm -hmm. you know it's just insane to think that you know this officer was doing right for what he could do and another officer had to come onto the scene and shoot Williams down yeah. whenever you know it was really uncalled for as Officer Matter was taking up to created by Zanuck the fuck I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, it, it, it just shows the training and the police departments are really bad because if you can get demonized for doing something right and doing something that anyone can clearly see that is the right thing to do but get fired for it 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 just clearly shows that what these police departments across the country is literally training these police officers to do and mm-hmm. it's it's not good 
So I think a lot of these police departments need to implement um, some better training. Yeah. How to talk down. Uh, what was it called? Negotiation? It's a negotiation. Well, it's not negotiating anything. But uh, I, I don't know. I forget the term. The term's uh, slipping my mind, but it's basically talking people down. You know, mm-hmm. speaking first, trying to get information, gathering all the information before you act. And I think that's very important. But I also understand um, it's a very high risk job. Yeah. So, you know, when you think too much and uh, you're not going off of some instincts, sometimes you can put your, your life, well, your life is always online, but. I mean, you're putting yourself at risk, more at risk than the people around you, like your other officers and the um, people of the community. But, you know, that's part of the job. That's part of the training that needs to be implemented into some of these police departments across the country. But um, the bright side, the silver lining of this story, uh, it was a lawsuit. He sued the... Wyerton Police Department, and he won $175,000 for being wrongfully terminated. And I think that's a pretty good thing. Um, I think he probably should get more because uh, I don't know how long he was out. Because, well, actually... It, well, I mean, yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I don't know if he got a new job because I'm just saying because this news came out this week about him winning the lawsuit and he was fired, obviously, in 2006. Uh, oh no, not 2006, obviously in 2016. So the lawsuit was going on for at least two years. <laughs> and I don't know if he was out of a job for that long, if he just went to a different police department or he if he was you know, having to survive off savings and whatnot, but I, I don't know. But I do feel as though he probably should have won a little bit more money. Yeah, and I and I kind of hope he starts his own police department because clearly he has more. You should more run. Sits. He should run his own uh, branch of a police department yes, for cities. Clearly, he has the right state of mind of what he needs to do. Absolutely. When it comes to a situation where. You know, a suspect is waving a gun around, and his instinct is not to shoot. Yeah, it was so. staying calm and cool and collected, and that was very important for that incident and for future ones too. And yeah, so I thought we should just share that story with you guys. If you guys want to read more about that story, the link will be in the description below too. TheWashingtonPost.com. Check that story out if you guys want more information. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to some quick hits. Supreme is back for the 2018 summer spring season, reopening its doors this week, February 15th. Um, and they will reopen their online stores February 22nd. So that's next Thursday. Right before my paycheck, damn it. Yeah. That's the bad thing about their drops. Their drops are every Thursday, if you guys didn't know that. If you do, congrats. But if you did... Hype beast. (laughs) No. 
we're not Kidding. that. Do, no, you yes. guys are. We're not not <laughs> us. <laughs> All you motherfuckers. But yeah, they they drop every uh, Thursday, and what time? It's at well, it's it varies depending on what time zone you're in. For us, it's ten o'clock. Ten p.m. Ten p.m. Ten a.m. Central Time. Yeah, so uh, whatever time zone you guys are in, uh, figure that out. Um, but just yeah, get the app; it'll notify you. Jeez. I'm just saying, like for them, if they don't know, like. Anyways. So hostile. Any yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, they're I back. And I, 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 did you look at the lookbook? That's the whole. That's the whole reason why I'm talking. You're. I feel as though you're calling me a hype beast. They're not you. I'm t- talking to them. Okay. Well, I don't think it's very nice to call our, our listeners hype beasts either. You can cut this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> they would never know. I guess I could. But anyway, the whole reason why I brought it up, I was asking you if you look through the. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Did you look at the lookbook? No, you didn't show me. You could look up. You could look it up. Yourself. I don't know where to look for it. Um, it's just supreme.com. Yeah, just look it up. Okay. You don't gotta look what? it up now, but I was I was so, seeing if you if you've seen the clothes. What did you like from it though? Um, you didn't even know. No, I'm I'm thinking. Oh. No, there's a couple of things that are dropping this week. That's okay. I don't know. I, I like the, those little cups. I don't know. It looks like a canister. Hold on. What is it with you in buying, like, expensive kitchen stuff? Uh, I don't know. I really don't. It, it looked neat. Uh, I'm not really too, too thrilled about any of the clothes that are coming out this week. But overall, the whole the, the lookbook for the whole season, I've seen a couple of pieces I liked. Ooh, I like this infantry jacket. It's like a military jacket. I can't see it. I'm about to show you this. Oh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. If you guys are wondering what she's looking at, it's just a, a military-style jacket that's in a... Um, Camo, a duck camo. What is that? What, what is, it's a white one. Which one is that? Oh, okay. This is the white variant that we're we're looking at right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that one. That jacket's pretty cool. I feel as the last season they had uh some more pieces that I actually were would um have bought. I just didn't buy anything um, last season. Uh, cause the season before, I I bought. A great deal of stuff. What is that? A jean jacket. I want a jean jacket. Yeah, that one has a lot of patches. This one, what is it called? Patchwork or some shit? Patches in a trucker jacket. So, yeah, it just has a lot of patches on there. And, um, I'm Quite not really. Re- that's I, why. I'm not really rocking with it. But yeah, if you guys wanna wanna look at the the little book, go ahead and check it out. Uh, I guess I'll link that below too in the in the description. Um, but I just thought people should know that Supreme is back, cause you know, y- yeah, that's the cups I was talking about. I like that the cups. Looks pretty cool. 
Can I drink coffee out of these, or you won't let me touch them? And... I don't care. You can do whatever you want. Okay, you don't. I didn't say... even buy them. I haven't even bought them. No, but I'm saying like because we but can't. But those eat... do drop this week though. We we can't even Basically. eat off your bait placemats. We don't eat on those because uh, they were. How much? Expensive. How much? A hundred dollars. Damn y'all. You just... got money. Such a such a head ass. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. But yeah. Is that a sticker? Well, I know I know, I know that's a design. Um, for. It's an ashtray. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have some pretty cool looking things. So if you guys want to know what we're talking about, go check it out in the description down below. That drops this week. It's literally the bag I have. It just yeah, looks. My color sucks though. My color does kind of suck. I'm kidding. But it's the but look it it's like literally the bag I have just minus the supreme that's going down the. Yeah, like the. The front. It just goes around the top. But it's the same brand. Is it? Yeah. The man same brand? No, the manufacturer who makes it. It's the same brand. Oh. Okay. That's what I mean. Okay. But, um, yeah. As she continues, I guess I'll just go on to the next thing that I want to talk about. Black Panther comes up. Oh, came out today. Because the time of this recording is Friday. So it came out. Friday, today. I just said that. You okay? Said, yeah. Okay. You okay? <laughs> I'm, I was just looking at you. I'm, I'm honestly kind of thrown off that you're still looking at clothes and we're trying to record this thing. You say you want to go off to the next one, so I'm just waiting for you to talk. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, mostly why I want to talk about this Black Panther thing because everyone wants to see it. I want to see it. She's looking at this champion hoodie from Supreme Still as I'm trying to go on. But yeah, Black Panther. Can we talk about this, please? Yes, our kids are going to be watching this whenever we have kids. Yeah. Uh, Holy girl. That's, that's, that's true. Okay. But I wanted to talk about why everyone wants to see it. Tell us. You weren't. Li- you weren't listening. I was listening. Are I was you? waiting for you to tell us why everyone wants to see us. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking like why you think oh. everyone wants to see it. Because it's I don't a- know if that if I worded that right. There's a lot going on. I'm sorry, guys. The listener, you bear with us. A lot's going on in here right now. But I, I was trying to <laughs> pose the question: Why do you think? Everyone wants to see this movie. Is it because it's an all-black cast? I, I don't know. I'm asking you if it is. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to me, that's what I think it is. You think that's you, why? You rarely see movies with, you know, a main superhero that is black. Mm-hmm. I'm just really thrilled that... Um, you know, in my lifetime, I can see something like this because there has yet to be, like, a movie about all Latinos or Hispanics that make a movie like this. So it's just, it's breaking barriers, mm-hmm. Hollywood-wise, movie-wise, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's something that um, I feel like little kids are going to really, really enjoy seeing 
an all black cast. They can be. I'm I'm looking forward to like Halloween because I want to see all these kids dressed up. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's a good point. I think that's probably a like a very good reason why a lot of people want to see it because there's not a lot of superheroes that you know little black kids or people or kids of color can like look up to. Yeah, because most heroes are like obviously white guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's pretty cool that you know you can see this whole cast and little kids can actually see a superhero that they can imitate and try to be like or want to be like you know because that's part of growing up you want to look at you want to be like a superhero and stuff like that and you know I think that's pretty dope I also think it's because our big reason why a lot of people are going to go watch this movie is because it's a black cast and it's the first of its kind. But there is a group of people who are just seeing it because it's a superhero film and they like Marvel because there are like Marvel heads, like Marvel heads out there, you know? Y'all are weird. So they just like superhero movies and (laughs) uh, yeah, I think that's another group or demographic that's going to see this movie and another thing I wanted to add is this links to another Marvel movie that's coming out later and that's uh, Marvel Civil War I think that's what it's called okay so like all these movies like like it just talks about like the backstory Mm -hmm. like each superhero and then it links to they all link together Mm -hmm. and it all comes down to like this civil war movie or something like that that's why i heard i don't know i haven't watched any of these movies i'm being dead serious i believe you none of them i haven't watched it because i'm not a superhero type guy but i do want to watch this movie only because uh it's a black film <laughs> it's primarily a black cast. Yeah, I want to I want to go out there and support and uh, show some love, and I think it's cool. And you know, awesome. It's just a a point in history. It's just a, a like a what the hell am I saying? It's a it's a moment in history. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty dope. So I think that's why everyone is trying to see it why everyone's hyped up and I'm pretty sure there's other reasons but those are the reasons that I can think of but um yeah I say I say this movie's gonna be the movie of the year yes it's it reminds me of like how Wonder Woman for um 2017 that was one of the biggest kind of like movies that was talked about for a while mm-hmm. so I feel like this movie it's it will be throughout the whole year yeah People, yeah, I think people will quote this, uh, like quote this movie and like, like get little like snippets of it or whatever, make memes and shit out of it. So, it's gonna happen. Uh, movie of the year, we're calling it right here. Yes. I know that that I'm, I know for a fact it's gonna be in the running for the film of the year. Is it from the Oscars or the Emmys or what is it called? Like what what awards do they win? I don't know. I don't know enough about movies. I think I think they go off of Emmys, right? Or Oscars. Oscars is for music, right? 
think. Is it Oscars? Can Can you help me, please? <laughs> I'm dying out here. Um, I think it is Emmys. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Emmys. Well, hold on. Emmys is for TV shows, right? I don't know. It, it's yeah, gonna win some damn Emmys award. This is actually for television. Yeah, yeah, okay. TV. I knew. So, Oscars. What the fuck are Oscars? Grammys is mu- movies. Oscars, yeah. Grammys music, babe. Yeah, that's what, that's what I meant. Grammys is for the music. Oscars, Oscars are for the movies. Uh-huh. Okay, so I, I think it's gonna win an Oscar. Oh, jeez, that was. That was. Tough, and I'm pretty sure it was tough to listen to. But uh, let's go ahead and get on to your quick hits. What do you got for us this week? Hello. <laughs> so you guys know I love arts. If you guys don't know, now you know. And this week, Michelle and Barack Obama's portraits for the Smithsonian's National Portrait Gallery were revealed. Mm-hmm. Brock's portrait was done by Kihandi Wiley, and it's really just Obama chilling in a chair. And I don't know, he's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Michelle's portrait, uh, Michelle's portrait was done by Amy Sherald. Mm. And you know, Michelle's just being graceful. Just, just <laughs> literally, she's just like a boss lady, and she does it with ease and grace. So shout out to Michelle and Barack Obama. I miss you so much. Yeah, so I've seen those pictures and I think they're pretty pretty good. It's something different. It's not what you would have thought. The yeah, honestly, would have I, I've like. never even seen a picture that's in the Smithsonian. I'm just saying, like portrait-wise, it's something different. Like for Obama to be, you know, mm. sitting in a basic chair, surrounded by green uh, blah, blah, blah. flowers. Greenery, mm-hmm. and then I just really, for Michelle's, I feel like it really captures just her character. She's just like, just sitting. Mm-hmm. The background just pastel, pastel blue, mm-hmm. and her dress really like kind of speaks for herself. Yeah, and she's just sitting. God, I missed them. Well, I know that this made history because those were the first two black artists to actually paint a portrait for our presidential portrait mm-hmm. for a um, Smithsonian piece of art. So that made history and that's pretty awesome. Alright guys, moving forward to music we like this week. What do you got for us, Jamal? My first song for this week is Plug Walk by Rich the Kid. Hey, Plug Walk! My next one's gonna be Bring It Back by Trouble, Drake, and Mike Will made it. Yeah, got some all that whole shit, miss me with that. Yeah, I could put you front lines, yeah, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, yeah, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, yeah. Don't wanna have to chase it down, by those stats. The third would be King's Dead. From J Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Feature, and James Blake. Miss me with that bullshit. bullshit. You ain't really wild, you a tourist. tourist. I be blacking out with the purest. The purest. I made a hundred. 
So if you guys are interested in listening to any of the music that we're listening to during the week, you should go ahead and check out our Spotify Goodwill Hunting playlist. You can stay up to date with the music that we're listening to when we're listening to it. Yeah, the link is in the description below. All right, so talking about music, have you seen Drake's God's God's Plan video? Yes, I have. <laughs> you have? Okay. So, it was based in Miami, and in the beginning of the video, you can see how they spent $996,631. Mm. And all that was given back to the community. So I think for this video to do something like that, you can see like the actual motive that Drake had behind his video. I feel it's really inspiring to see something like that because you don't really, you know, all these um, artists spend a lot of money just to create videos, you know, that are amusing and, you know, pleasing to their audience. But you know, for Drake to do something like that, it's very genuine. And I feel like it's, you know, also an inspiration for other artists, you know, to, you know, not step it up. But, you know, it's not always about making money to make their audience more pleased by what videos they bring out for their music, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. The music video is pretty cool. Um, I really do like the song and the money given back to the community. That was a dope concept. So shout out to Drake for that one. All right. So what weekly goals do you have? My weekly goal is to work harder, Um, just to put more time into what I want for myself and for my businesses. So yeah, I just wanted to put more effort into the things I wanted to do, and that's this podcast, that's vlogging, that's um, finding like-minded people, creative people, and trying to make really cool stuff. And that's my primary focus. Um, I feel as though sometimes you can get lost in our day-to-day, and you know, the rat race and trying to, you know, make ends meet, but we don't always think about what truly makes us happy and putting your best foot forward in that regard. So that's what I'm working on this week. And that's what also one of the goals I'm implementing for my year, my year goals, you know, and um, yeah, that's my weekly goal. What about you? Mine is just really, really basic. I just need to clean. I need to organize my closet and just clean and clean and clean, especially my car. That too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, a clean house, clean a car, clean closet, just kind of, you feel like you or at ease and you can work comfortably without you know your life being chaotic and it's really a depiction of life you know if you see clutterness that's how your mindset's gonna be Mm -hmm. so I feel like I just need to 
clean so I can feel my mind clean and not feel overwhelmed with like clothes being on the ground or you know dirty not dirty but just you know yeah just clear mind uh, yeah yeah uh, it just makes you feel better when when things are in organ yeah when things are organized yep so yeah I feel it that's pretty cool and uh, make sure you guys are out there setting your weekly goals and you're making sure that you're hitting them each and every week or at least trying to hit them that's important uh, let us know what your weekly goals are but with all that said we're gonna wrap it up right here it's getting late uh, we're recording this super late in the day we had a lot going on so it's one o'clock in the morning and yeah we're trying to get this stuff done still got to edit all this stuff so thank you guys so much for listening to episode four of goodwill hunting podcast um it's been it's been a it's been a journey <laughs> only four four episodes in <laughs> thank you guys we'll see y'all next week see ya <laughs>